You're listening to Go Tell Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where each season has a series of 10 episodes filled with fun, interesting, and passionate conversation. Are you ready to listen to this week's episode? Okay, get ready, set, go! Hi guys! Um, first of all, first of all, I ju- I just want to say that this is the second week in season. Well, in all of my podcast episodes, I think I don't know what's happening in season nine. Um, but it's like this is the second week that I posted my podcast late. Um, so I do apologize if you guys are waiting on Fridays when it is supposed to come out. Um, it's just that there's no excuses. That's number one. There's no excuses. Basically, um, there's just a lot on my plate right now. And especially since I went back to work and I've just been engaged in my garden I don't know if you guys have a garden, if you're a gardener, if you know what I'm talking about. It's just so rewarding, especially, here's the thing, I always wanted to have a garden, always. My backyard is big, thank goodness, but it's like, it's not flat. It's like it's flat and then it has a little hill like in the back. So it's like, I always, ever since I got the house, right, I always like trying to picture in my head the design and had so many variations, but still couldn't come up with whatever it looks like. And that was the hindrance that started me in not doing it. But I am a firm believer that everything in life happens for a reason, right? Are you with me? Are you the same? So with this pandemic that's going on in the world and COVID, it's a sad time, but yet it's a time where people are slowing down. And it was also a perfect storm for me to say, let's get started on the garden. So, I just want to give you that little caveat as to why I am late. But I didn't really have to tell you guys that. I could have just posted it. But just in case if you were looking for the episode, the new episode, today's episode for Friday, you're still going to get it. You're going to get it early Saturday. So, guys, today's episode is going to be about um, some binge-watching. So, because of this pandemic, this COVID-19 that's going on, everyone is at home, right? They just recently started opening back up states. But let's be real. Everyone is still at home because hardly anyone is going out. And even if they do, it's mainly to the supermarket, probably to the doctor's office if they're really, really sick. And... Guess where else? To the home centers like Lowe's and Home Depot. Because everyone out there is putting together their gardening 
or their garden or doing home improvements. And other than that, you're just at home. And if you're not a child um, or an adult that loves video games and playing video games, then you're sitting on the couch or your bed or wherever and you're binge watching television shows. Um, so the, so my son has Hulu. I don't, um, he likes Hulu. So that's why he watches a lot of shows on Hulu. I don't watch Hulu because I'm so busy flip-flopping between, uh, Netflix, which I haven't watched in a while. And I'm hooked on prime video now. So recently I said, Oh, you know what? Let me just flip back over to Netflix um, just to see what's happening over there. And there are two shows that I just absolutely love. And I'll tell you what my top one was on Prime Video and what my top one was on Netflix. Now, if you've been listening to my podcast for a long, long time or recent listener, you can kind of pick up or you heard me say that I love, love, love mystery shows, right? So there's so many favorites that I have out there on both channels, even on regular TV, right? So, and lately, even though I'm binge watching, I'm still not satisfied, if you know what I mean. It's like, I don't want to watch a sappy um, show, a mystery that's not going to intrigue me right off the bat. And sometimes there are some mysteries that it's slow and I have to watch like an episode or two to get into it. And then after mystery is comedy. So when I find a mystery and a comedy mixed together... Oh my goodness, it's kind of like the best thing ever. But these are going to be two different shows, two different shows. And um, so I'm going to start with um, Prime Video, which if you don't, if you're not familiar with Prime Video, I think everyone is familiar with Amazon. Amazon is this place where you get to order a whole bunch of stuff online and if you're smart and you know that you do a lot of ordering from Amazon, you would have signed up for a one-time annual fee, which makes you a Prime member. Now, the Prime membership gives you like music and movies and um, also free shipping on, I want to say, 90% of the items if you're a Prime member, it will be shipped for free, right? Something like that. So I have done Prime membership for years now, and it actually has come in handy. Because if you think about how many times do you actually order from Amazon versus the fee, the fee is a hundred and I want to say it's a hundred and nineteen. I know they raised it the past couple of years, um, but still. Think about it. If you order, it to me, it just made sense a few years ago. Like if you order like 10 things and the shipping is like, you know, seven or whatever dollars, um, you know, that's $70 times 100. 
it comes out less, but you get my gist of what I'm saying that if you're a frequent shopper, it actually pans out a little bit cheaper. So that being said, this year, um, you know, they kept sending me alerts. They kept sending me alerts like you're missing out on the music here and all this kind of stuff. And I just went delete, delete, delete. And something just clicked in me. I want to say it was, I can't remember if it, I think I want to say it was before this whole COVID thing, COVID-19 started that I got hooked to it. And I said, you know what, let me just check it out. I don't know why, but I'm glad I did. And, um, so I've been watching some, um, Brit box, you know, that's $5 extra. Um, but I love it because it has all these mystery shows. And just to go back a little bit on my gardening, there is a, um, mystery show from England. I think it's London based. Um, but anyway, it is called Rosemary and Time. Yes, Rosemary and Time. That show is a gardener, two gardener ladies. They garden and they do mystery. That show inspired me this year to get off, off my butt and go and start my garden. Now, you want to hear the funny thing? Is that I have watched this show on regular TV on PBS years ago, always loved it, everything, and it always inspired me, but I still didn't get up. So when this whole COVID thing happened, um, like a couple of weeks after it happened, I was already scheduled for surgery on my knee, right? So it was like perfect because I was going to be out of commission basically, um, so during that time, I had nothing else to do but sit there and watch TV anyway because I couldn't move that much. And if I did initially, it hurts, you know. So um, that's what I did. And I started watching it again and, you know, started watching it and watching it. And then one day um, struggled, you know, because I still was recovering and went to not Home Depot, I went to Lowe's because that was actually closer and I picked up a few flowers and herbs. No, actually it was the herbs and I said, you know what? They inspired me so much. I felt like, I felt so happy. I don't know how to explain it to you guys. It was like, check, I was actually accomplishing something. I was actually accomplishing something off my wish list. And I have accomplished things off my wish list before, but this was just something that I always, always want to do. Now, the dilemma was, am I still having that? How am I going to, what is the design of my backyard? Yeah. But you know what? I bought um, those long containers to put on top of my patio table and I started somewhere. Don't worry about what you think the plan should be. Start small. So I said, you know what? At least I have my herbs. At least they're on top of the table. I'll figure out the design somehow later. Guys, all I have to say is that it started off with things on top of the table to now where I dug up some of the side on one side of the garden, on one side of my fence. 
And now I just did raised beds, raised beds, guys. Um, not the raised beds that I always wanted, the low ones, because I always wanted a high rise one, but that's still room to grow to get those two. But I started off with regular rose beds. Can you believe that? And little by little, I'm spending a heck of a money. I tell you that. But um, I see why people buy seeds because seeds are cheaper. I didn't buy any seeds. These are all small plants. I think they were like three or four dollars. Some were, some were a little bit more because I like the tomatoes, um, and some other plants. But I think it's worth it because my mindset was, hey, the whole world is falling apart, and if all things get worse and bad, I want to make sure that I grow my own garden. Because am I the only one that realizes or or notices that I'm spending more money on food? Even though everyone is home all over the world, I feel like I'm spending more money, more money on food. And because we don't eat meat anymore, um, we're vegetarian. My son is vegetarian. I'm pescatarian. Well, I still eat um, fish and seafood, um, but not like every day. That's probably like once or twice a week, if that. And it is the, it's still the veggies. It's still the organic stuff. It adds up. And not only that, I think there's some kind of price gorging as well, you know, where they're raising the prices. But guys, there's another day. You can go to Go Ten Lisa um, on YouTube, or you can go to just I'm sorry. You can go to uh, Go Lisa W on TikTok. TikTok. Um, it's an upcoming phenomenon thing, and I have. I'm thankful for all of my many followers. That little little space on TikTok. I have more followers than I do on my podcast my YouTube, my is all my social media platform. I think the world can only take but one minute. I don't know, but they're loving my garden stuff. I do all my garden updates there. I do a little dancing there, some other stuff. You get to see more of my family there. But yeah, um, but I will be posting on YouTube also um, longer videos um, of the garden there as well. Um, but anyway, back to the TV shows. So on Prime Video, there is the, the one that I loved was called Hunters. Like, you know, like when you hunt, Hunters. Now, it started off, I I think I was just scrolling and they had it at the top um, marquee, the top, what do you want to call it? The word is just escaping me, but it's at the top. Um, before you get down to the regular shows. And I said, what is this about? So I think I did a preview or a trailer and it just got me. And I started watching it because number one, it had Al Pacino in there. And I like Al Pacino and, you know, his acting. And, you know, they had a black character in there and they have some other people. Um, But so I was like, okay, this seems like it's a mystery kind of thing. So I started watching it. OMG, it was good. It was one season 
and primarily not to give it all away, but I kind of figured out, uh, um, I kind of figured out the ending a little bit, but it got me so intrigued. Hunters is a show, um, that's probably true. They took some true events and put it into the show, but basically these hunters were a bunch, it was like a, a nun, she was dressed like a nun, it was an Asian guy, it was a black woman, it was a guy that was an actor, he kind of, if you watch the A-Team and remember Face, how Face used to change in the characters, like him, and then you had a young boy, and then you had Al Pacino, who was this rich Jewish guy, primarily the basis of the show is that these set of people, this group, um, they go and they hunt ex-Nazi people living in the United States and pretty much get rid of them. And there's a twist in the end, and you're going to kind of figure it out on your own also. But um, true events is that I learned a couple of things. I had no idea, because they mentioned it in the show, that... You know, with the whole, um, I don't know why the word is escaping me, but basically in the horrible time where Hitler killed a lot of the Jews, there's a word for it. Um, I don't know why I have genocide in my mind, but it's not, I don't think it's that. But anyway, he killed a whole bunch of Jews, um, back in the day and, um, I know Schindler's List is a movie, um, Sophie's Choice. Oh, that was good. It's like, how on earth do you choose between your children? And something similar like that. Oh, I forgot the couple. There was an old couple in there as well that was part of the group. And they were very, very good with technology and um, figuring out stuff. And with the old couple... You know, something like Sophie's Choice, Sophie's Choice is that, um, you know, in the Hitler time, you know, they were separating out the women from the men and the children. And then it basically, you know, stripped them naked and then they killed a lot and then they had the rest in camps. And it was just heart wrenching that, you know, that the older couple um child was killed um because the father didn't want to separate from the child it's just horrible times i mean we're still experiencing horrible times right now in 2020 but just in a different race um with the african american race and you know another killing just happened this week and it's it's just it's just <sighs> It's like, it's like, I just don't get it. It's like the whole world is on shutdown. The whole world is struggling right now. And yet there is racism and people just, I don't know. It's like nothing is changing. I I mean, when will it change for the whole world for, I don't know. I just don't know. I think things will get worse um, once once certain things are gone, like food or, 
you know, there's millions of people out of work. It's just, it's, you take, you take, you take the Hitler era, you take the slavery era, era, you take, every race have suffered something. And like my son said the other day, he feels like the African-American race suffers the most out of, suffered the most, suffering, still suffering the most than any other race. Um, Asians may say something different, you know what I mean? Jewish people may some say, every race can say they feel like theirs suffered. But I think overall, when there is a um, bad thing happening to your race, you somewhat get over it or you band together, you know what I mean? Like all Jewish people, the majority of them band together. Um, but somehow with the African-American race, you know, whether you're black or you're black, you're black, you're still struggling in this world. And then the question is why, why? And, um, so in this movie, back to hunters, um, it's pretty much them going around and hunting down from this list, all of the bad guys that work for Hitler so you know, and basically killing them. And one thing that I learned is that I had no idea that the United States government had made a deal with the Soviet how am I saying Soviet Union? Because were they Russians? Yeah. Yeah. They made a deal with them to come and live in the United States. Did you know that? To come and live in the United States because the government at the time didn't want them to be in their own country to plan more, if that makes sense. So in other words, they were like, how can they actually do this? It almost spread to like um, all of Europe, like all over there. It spread like, you know, like, you know, he was like doing this and it's spreading like if you didn't follow him, you'd be killed or locked up or something. And so they feared that if one man could have done that to all of these countries over there, who's to say that if you left the people who worked for him or under him to come up and continue. Um, so that's what I learned. I had no idea. I mean, I heard it. I heard, I did, I was younger. So I heard like when I was living in Florida that there was a, it was on the news that they found like an old Nazi guy, but the guy was like, old. I think he was like in his 80s or 90s and they wanted to arrest him. And back then, you know, when you're younger, you don't understand the big picture. And in my mind, I just kept thinking, oh my God, he's like 80, 90. What's the point? But I totally get it now. I totally get it. Like they wanted some kind of justice. But here is the thing. Um, watching the show Hunters it's like, there's a flip side that I thought about. Here is the thing. They did go back and they did um, renege on their agreement. Like, all of a sudden, they were, like, trying to, you know, 
put them back. I don't know. It was just, it was just weird. It's like, here you are. Let's say that you're, uh, uh, is it Russian? I want to say here it is that you're a person that was under that regime, the Hitler regime, right? And then you made a deal with the United States to come and live in the United States. As long as you work for the United States with your knowledge, you know, cause all of them were scientists and all this kind of stuff. And then we're going to give you homes and money, and you're going to have a brand new name where nobody knows your past, but you're going to be living in the United States and we keep an eye on you and whatever. And then years later, you get accustomed to the way of living in the United States. And then years later, they're going to want to put you in prison. It's kind of like a, I don't know. It's kind of like a, I thought about it because I try to put myself in someone else's shoes and I'm like, yeah, you did a bad thing. You're trying to repent and hopefully some of them did repent. And here it is, you establish your home, your family, you probably have kids and grandkids and then they come and try to lock you up and for your past crimes. It's interesting. It's interesting. But I just love the show because, um, and then not only that, I saw the black character, the lady in there, and then it just had me thinking that, you know, when you just don't think about certain things, and I never thought, I always question why people do certain things. And there was, I can't forget the, the other main character, which was a black, um, African-American woman who was working for the FBI. So with her character, she was trying to trace down the truth and she finally found the truth and then she started helping them. But I love even the opening segment where they have it like on, on a chessboard and they have their little characters on the chessboard. So it's like you have the hunters on one side of the chessboard and then you have the black, uh, I'm sorry, you have the bad um, um, guys on the other side of the chessboard. It was, it was kind of cool, even though from the opening segment to the end and everything. And by watching hunters, I was like, I just never thought about it. I mean, like there are African-American people who work in the, um, in the FBI. And I always wonder because you hear so much racism back then and the struggle, it's like, which is still happening, but it's like during that time when racism was so much deeper than it, than it is now, it was like, how did you get in? Or did they not care the FBI? It's, it's just questions you have to ask yourself. And what made you want to go? I mean, how did you get to be an FBI it's just, I don't know, because back then it was like, you know, this was in the this was in the eighties, guys. So the show is based off the seventies and eighties, um, primarily in New York City, and it was just interesting. It was just in- interesting, very, and especially for a woman, because you know I watched the show. What is that movie called? with the black women, the three black women with Taraji. Um, 
and they were black scientists. So even by watching that movie, the struggles that they encounter, one of the ladies just died in real life. Um, the original um, people that worked at NASA. Um, and even back then, watching that was in the 60s, not that much different from the 70s, you know, and the struggle just to get in. But they were smart, intelligent, mathematical women that got into NASA and they, you know, the space center place. And they solved a lot of things um, as African-American women. And that's the goal that they wanted to. And I'm just saying that they wanted to do it because they wanted to enhance their knowledge. But at the same time, you can also see the struggle, especially with one one of the ladies where, you know, back then it was like segregated with the bathrooms and she had to run like 20 minutes to use a black bathroom. It was just ridiculous back then. You know what I mean? But that being said, you know, whether you work in NASA or in the FBI, it is is just amazing that the doors opened up. I'm glad that it did in such a time where you didn't think the doors was going to open up. And I'm glad for a lot of the foref- forefront people who still preservate and still pushed on to get their goal and their dreams. And maybe that was her goal and dream, but also there was a black character, another African-American woman in the show, and she was a hunter. And um, she was a single mom. And, you know, sometimes I wonder, you know, like, um, like her character was bad. Her, her character was bad in as far as a good way. It's just a show that you have to watch, but I want to get to the, I want to get to the, I want to get to the show I really want to talk about guys. But anyway, be sure to check out Hunters if you um, have Prime Video. It's really, really good. Okay, so I haven't been watching Netflix for a while. So then I flipped over and I started watching some mystery shows. And then I noticed that, well, I guess a couple of months ago, Netflix was trying to outdo Prime Video or or Hulu or whoever else their competition is. And they ch- they changed the format of how you look at the shows. And I was like, I, I can't, I can't find anything. This is more confusing. And I guess I was the only one that thought that because lo and behold, when I decided to check in back with Netflix, um, they changed it back to the original format. But now they added another line where it's the trend and like one of the top 10 things that a lot of people are watching. And they also, they still have the recommendations for you based on your um, watching history. And they're trying to do like prime video to say, because, well, I think they had this before, because you watch this show, here are some other shows like this, but they did add another feature I don't know if it was there before, but it's, I just noticed it where if you're watching a show and you know where it has like the episodes, like a little menu, like with the episodes and you can thumb up or thumb down, but right above that, they said it has, not they said, but it has, um, 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 see more shows like this. So they give you more of a variety to break it down to watch similar shows like the show that you're currently watching. So that I do like. So then I keep seeing, oh, oh, no, I can't just narrow it down. Um, oh, yeah, the one that, well, 
I'm going to mention two. I know I was going to say my top ones, but there's two that I love. So like I said, I like mystery and I like comedy. And the one on Netflix that I love that kept coming up and I was like, I don't know. Let me just watch the trailer. But you know, I don't think you have a trailer. Some of them have trailers, some don't. So I said, you know what? If I don't like it, I can just stop watching it. And what is it called? Oh my goodness, I would have to log. You're listening to Go Tend Lisa Podcast with Lisa Waldron, where you can find a new episode by typing in Go, number 10, L-I-S-A, all one word. You can check out Go Tend Lisa Podcast and any podcast app. Be sure to tell a friend, subscribe, and share. Okay, guys. So... Two shows that I recently love on Netflix. And the first one is Lovebirds. Oh my goodness. It's an interracial couple. It's a black woman and um, an Indian guy. I want to say he's Indian. It is so, so, so funny. I love it. And that there's a mystery. Oh my goodness. What is the... I'm going <laughs> to click over... So I can tell you what her name is. I have to look it up right now. Um, oh my goodness. It's called Lovebirds. And it's all a catch on names once you watch the show. I want to say I know her name, but I got to say it correctly. Her name is Issa Rae, And his name is Kamali Najani. Kamel, I'm sorry, Kamel Nanjani. I hope I'm pronouncing it right, and I'm sorry if I butchered it. But those two are hilarious. I love their characters together. It's kind of like a love story, um, mystery as well in today's modern age. That one is good. So they had recommended that one, and I watched it. I absolutely loved it. And there was, I'm going to talk about my top three now. And then there is another one with, um, it's called The Wrong Missy. Oh my goodness. That one's funny too. That one is really good. But the show I want to get to on Netflix that I watch, I binge watch, like I could have watched it all in one night. When I started watching it, it was late in the evening and I could have watched it till the sun comes up, but I was really tired, but I woke up you know, early the next day and finish watching it. Oh my goodness. It's called, are you ready? Hashtag, which is like the number sign, hashtag black AF. That means black as fuck. Yep. That's exactly what it means. And it has Quincy Jones daughter in there. Um, let's see. Rashida Jones. And you have the guy who, his name is Kenya Barris. Kenya Barris, the guy, the star of the show, is also the creator of the show. He's also the creator, writer, producer, whatever, of Blackish, a TV show as well. Um, now, I never watch Blackish like every single time that it comes on. 
I've seen bits and pieces here and there because I never seem to catch it is on regular TV. I never seem to catch it. Could I have looked it up um, and watch it, you know, like the episode? Yeah, but I think I think it's a comedy, but it just didn't, it's, it's addressing a lot of issues. It's, I don't know. It just didn't click to me. It's an excellent show. Excellent show for you to watch too. Um, but anyway, this show right here on Netflix, I don't even know what made me watch it because I wasn't going to watch it because I was going to watch another mystery. And I said, you know what? Let me just click on it and see what it's about, right? And I think I watched the trailer first or the preview or whatever. Um... And then I was like, hold up. I kind of like this. It has a comedy, almost like um, Modern Family, but yet it's like talking real stuff. And only that, he was so funny and creative in how he did the titles. You know what I mean? It was the same title for 10 episodes. Um so the first one, I think the first one was called It's About Slavery. And then I think the second one was It's About Slavery 2. And then I think one of the titles was, yep, you guessed it. Another episode about it is just for slavery. It's the same words, but adding on with other words. But basically, everything was about slavery. Oh my goodness. Everything in that show, I thought I was watching my son. <laughs> because the way he is, is the way my son is recently. Some of the stuff that he says, they said, my son has been saying recently. I was like, I love the show because it had a kind of like a quirky comedy, but yet the stuff that they're saying is real. That's affecting a lot of African-American people, black people nowadays. And Somehow you can tell a story by coming, by coming, you can tell it straight, but you can't tell it like serious all the time. You, you gotta make sure that you kind of flex or you kind of like put it in a way where people can get it more kind of thing. Not only that, he based the show off his real life, meaning that the six kids that they had is a reflection of the six kids that he has in real life. The wife um, mixed wife as well, you know, blackish is the same thing. Um, but they don't have the six kids. However, he did mention blackish, um, you know, in this show because it's a show of his real life, but it's not really his real life. If that makes sense. And he said, because I read, um, that he's getting the a divorce from his real wife, you know, in real life, but he said, because the wife in real life is a very smart, you know, accomplished woman herself. And he said, um, the wife in blackish is more a representation of his wife in real life. But with this character, with Rashida Jones, who is also Quincy Jones' daughter, she's mixed also, um, in real life and on the show. And, um, I think she played the character so well. And I think why I like it also is because from a mother's aspect as well, just the way that they act, I, 
I kind of see myself a little bit in some of the things, um, but not from their point of view, obviously, because I'm not mixed like that. And, um, but it's just some of the things from a mother's aspect, you know what I mean? And I just find it funny because that's how our families are nowadays. You're going to find more mixed families. And um, not only that, how we grew up and how this younger generation is. Oh my gosh, guys, if you want to sit down and teach your kids a little bit about how it is to be black or um, in this day and age or why um, things are happening, this is a cool way. I love it. I couldn't wait for season two. But here's a sad thing, guys. A lot of the shows that we're binge watching, we're not going to see another episode because A, nobody's going out there to make it to make any more movies right now because people don't want to be around other people because of this COVID pandemic epidemic thing that's happening in the world where people are getting sick and dying. So movie production is on a halt, just like everything else. Hairdressers just open up, so um, salons, um, barbershops just open up, and the nail places. It it to me is like yeah, you need to get your hair done, yeah, you need to get your petty manny done, but at the same time, these are things that you could be done. I don't know. Here's the thing. I'm I'm in no rush to go out there and get my hair done. I can do it at home. I'm in no rush to get a pedicure and a manicure, I can do that at home. And um, yes, you are helping to support their businesses because a lot of those um, places are, you know, it is the minority folks that own a lot of those places. So it's like you're giving back and helping support their business. I totally get that part. And they've all come up with new guidelines. Everyone has to wear masks to get their hair done, nails, feet, whatever. But here's the thing. <clears throat> There's so much uncertainty right now in the world. People don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm what I'm trying <clears throat> I guess what I'm trying to say is that you don't know if you're still gonna have a job. You can't worry about that. You don't know if you're gonna have a roof over your head. You can't worry about that. All you gotta do is take it one day at a time and sit down and binge watch. And binge watch some good shows and take your mind away from the reality a little bit. Um, You know, I was talking to someone yesterday and I said to them, your mind is so powerful and people don't realize that. There's lots of anxiety now. Um, Everyone is concerned about other people's mental health, even their own. And, you know, I was talking to someone about it yesterday and I said, you know what? People don't realize that the mind is very powerful and you got to flip that switch and turn and control your mind because the mind is making you feel, feed off of this anxiety and stuff and, you know, bringing people to a different dark space. And it's like, yes, there's so many uncertainties going on right now, but I know it sounds cliche, 
but you can control what you can control to have some kind of control. Does that make sense? So that being said, I control it by not watching the news. I have control over that. I'm controlling where I'm doing my gardening and doing something to occupy my mind. I'm binge watching because I'm occupying my mind with something else that's not reality. I'm not saying to take yourself out of reality and a bubble. Sometimes I wish I do and whatever. And yeah, you do need to check in with the world now and then. But here's the thing. Why sit there and worry about it? And I think a lot of it is um, people are in, can't cope with being at home um, because either they're alone or they're being abused at home or they, whatever the situation is. And my only advice is that if you're in one of those situations, it's like go into the bathroom and meditate or a closet something, something where it's just your space away from everyone and just meditate, pray. If you have a TV, binge watch something, read a book. Um, and most importantly, go out there and start a garden or walk or exercise. I'm telling you just by running or, or doing some kind of exercise, it does release some kind of endorphins. It does. So pick something that you didn't think that you would have a chance to do. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, nobody's job is guaranteed. You know, I have in the back of my mind, if I lose my job right now, God forbid, but if I do, um, what am I going to do with my garden? And you know what I said? I'm just going to pack it all up as much as I can and take it with me. Why sit there and worry about stuff that we have no control over? It's so hard to do, Lisa. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. But like I said, when my mother calls and tells me about the news, I have to say stop. I don't want to hear about it. You know what I mean? Or I can't take it. But you have to be in this world and reality and know what's happening. Do I really? Do I really need to know every hour on the hour what's happening in the world? No. No, absolutely not. You get alerts. You may hear, okay, let's take that phone call from your mother or whoever. Yeah, listen to it for five minutes or less than five minutes. Get an update. Yeah, but not the whole day, guys. Not the whole day. Live your life. Go and have some fun. Watch some of the shows that I recommended. Or if that's not your taken, find a show that you like. Just sit back and relax. And hopefully you find a show like me, which was Rosemary and Time, that inspired me so much. And think about this also, guys. When are you going to find the opportunity again to have this downtime, if you have downtime? We're so busy doing everything, running up and down, taking care of everyone, and we we always neglect ourselves. So do something that will dewind you. Do something that is relaxing. You know what I mean? So 
I hope that you guys like this episode. Um, it's a little bit different, but I just want to talk about the, you know, some shows and you can always follow me on social media by going to, uh, my Instagram, which is GotenLisa, uh, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, leave me a comment, even on anchor.fm, um, the podcast, you can leave me a voicemail message. Guys, let me know what some of your favorite shows are that you're binge watching. I'm curious and I want to check it out as well. Guys, it's been fun and I will talk to you next week. And I think next week is story time. Can't wait for that. All right, guys, peace, love, and be safe. Bye.